On March 9th, Oklahoma State made it official. For the first time in over a year, commencement will be in person. Both 2020 and 2021 graduates are invited to attend. The ceremony will look a little different than years past, but it's one step closer to normal. Hey, Cowboy family, I'm Megan Robinson, and this week I sat down with Rita Peaster, the registrar here at OSU. We discussed the plans for the spring graduation in this week's Inside OSU podcast. Why was it decided to have an in-person ceremony? The president included uh, an announcement that our spring ceremonies would be outside last December, actually. He had a message to campus just before we uh, left for the holidays in December, and uh, this announcement was part of that message. So we've been excited to um, evaluate options and work on planning details. I know lots of seniors, I'm sure, are very excited that they can have an in-person Oh, yes, yes. I think that we all have been looking forward to when we can return to in-person ceremonies since the pandemic hit a year ago. How are tickets working for the 2021 spring commencement? So let me just start by explaining why uh, we need to have tickets for commencement. You know, we would certainly prefer not to. However, in order to uh, ensure that everyone's going to be safe, we do have limited seating both on the field for our graduates. We're going to be able to accommodate about 1,000 students on the field. And then we also have limited seating in the stadium for guests. We've got uh, a little over 8,000 seats available for guests. So in order to ensure fair distribution of tickets and equitable distribution, Every graduate that attends will be able to claim up to eight tickets for guests to attend. The way that that's going to work is uh, our uh, degree candidates and class of 2020 students who want to come back and join us. We are going to have a registration system, an online system, that they will go to register to attend commencement. So we know exactly that's going to help us ensure that we don't go over the uh, number of seats we have for each ceremony on the field. That registration system should be up and running by early next week. So we'll be sending out communication to students about how to access that. They will need to register by April the 16th, which is a Friday. And then after uh, that April 16th deadline for uh, students to register for commencement, then we'll open up the time when they can claim their tickets. So tickets will be able to be claimed between April the 19th and the 30th. Are there any other key deadlines for students to know? Sure. I would say there are three key deadlines uh, for students to keep in mind. The first one is going to be April the 1st. Students will need to apply to graduate, like they always do, from self-service. And if you apply to graduate by April the 1st, that's going to ensure that your name will be in the commencement program. The second key deadline is going to be Friday, April the 16th. After you apply to graduate, you're going to want to ensure that you register to attend commencement ceremonies. And Friday, April 16th, will be the deadline to register to attend commencement. And then after April 16th, we will open up the ability for students to claim the tickets for commencement. So uh, claiming tickets will be uh, April 19th through April 30th. So I guess those three dates to remember April 1st to apply to graduate, April 16th to register for commencement, and April 30th will be the deadline to claim your tickets. All right, so a couple weeks away from all of those things, graduates. (laughs) (laughs) Write those down and remember them.
And just to be 100% clear, because there are a lot of students who are eligible to come and walk in this graduation, the Mm -hmm. 2020 graduates, the process for them registering to graduate is the same as 2021 graduates on this website. Yep, that's right. They will be automatically eligible to log in and register. Now, let me just say that we do have limited capacity for the for the 2020 graduates. So the earlier that they are able to register, the better the chance that they will be able to claim a seat. And you know, if any 2020 graduate um, is is uh, unable to register due to the limited capacity, I would just encourage them to contact our office. The registration site will have our contact information. We'll do everything we can to see what we can do to help accommodate them. And of course, uh, they'll be uh, welcome to come back at another future in-person ceremony as well. What are the logistics of these ceremonies? How will they sort of run? Well, the uh, ceremonies are going to be very similar to commencement ceremonies uh, that we have in the past. We uh, will have a few adjustments, uh, you know, a few different protocols for public health. So a few differences you'll see, of course, masks will be worn by everyone, social distancing for all the seating, so all the students on the field would be socially distanced. The guests in the stadium, uh, the athletic ticket office has a a great uh, way to ensure that uh, the groups will be socially distanced from each other. And then we'll have just a few other uh, changes. So for example, typically we have students uh, do a formal processional into the uh, arena. Usually we're in Gallagher-Iba. But in order to, uh, to make that happen, you have to We have to find a place uh, for the students to line up, and it's really impossible to ensure social distancing in that kind of environment. So the students, when they um, arrive at Boone Pickens Stadium in May, we will just direct them uh, right to their seat on the field. You mentioned having to wear masks, which Mm -hmm. makes sense, but... The one bright side of wearing a mask is that most students who graduate will decorate their caps. Well, now you can decorate a cap and a mask. So you have like a little matching set. So (laughs) I'm just trying to find the positives in this unusual commencement ceremony. So obviously social distancing is going to be enforced Mm -hmm. amongst students, spectators, faculty, anyone in attendance of these commencement ceremonies. Mm But one of the things about graduating is shaking the hand while you receive the diploma or hugging your classmates. So what other measures are going to be taken Mm -hmm. to restrict the amount of physical contact? You know, as long as we have the the current pandemic environment, we are architecting the ceremony to be as contactless as possible. We are going to um, refrain from handshaking. We're excited that students are still going to have that great moment where they have their individual recognition. You know, they'll be able to do their graduation walk, have their name announced, um, and there will be a chance where the uh, during their walk will where they can remove their mask uh, temporarily for a professional photo and then return to their seat. You know, this is, uh, I think we're excited that students are going to have this chance for that recognition that they've likely thought about, you know, looked forward to. We are just really appreciative of everyone's understanding that we are um, still in the pandemic situation and do need to limit that physical contact during the ceremony. And these graduating students, they're the first class who have gone their senior year in its entirety in a pandemic. So that's just something else to celebrate. So I think that it's just so exciting that they get this opportunity to do it with their classmates in Mm -hmm. front of their friends and family. Right, right. 
And you you said that there's going to be an opportunity for a maskless photo. Are there any Mm -hmm. other photo opportunities before, after, during this ceremonies? Sure. So we will have some photo backdrops that will be set up outside the stadium at a few places. And those are specifically set up to allow some photo opportunities just for anyone and their families to, uh, to use. And then, of course, we have our beautiful campus. And, you know, there are uh, really all throughout the year, um, you probably see it as well, but I'll see students, you know, with their friends and family taking photos. And, and uh, so there will be all sorts of uh, opportunities for, for great photos. Professors are usually down in the mix with the students when it's at Gallagher-Iba, but it's a little bit different this year. So what are mm-hmm. sort of the rules and regulations for professors and how can students say their farewells to them? First, I would say that, um, you know, I would encourage students to reach out to their professors at any time and uh, express their gratitude. Now at the graduate college ceremony uh, for the doctoral students, uh, those doctoral advisors will be on the field uh, with their students. And the graduate college is working on details for how to have a safe doctoral hooding for those students. Same for the uh, College of Veterinary Medicine in their ceremony. At the undergraduate level, uh, we are going to have some uh, limited guest seating that will be available for faculty members. So we're still working out details of how we will uh, make those uh, tickets available uh, to the faculty and we'll be sharing that as soon as we can. I know one of the big question marks in regards to these outdoor graduation ceremonies is the weather, because as we all know, Oklahoma weather in May can be a little bit iffy and not cooperative. So what are the contingency plans in case there is inclement weather? Typically, we have great chances for beautiful weather in May, and that is certainly what we're hoping for. But in the event that there is severe weather, we're going to have an emergency management team that will be monitoring the situation. And if they determine that we need to reschedule a ceremony, we'll be looking to reschedule on May 9th and 10th. So just those couple days immediately following when the ceremonies are uh, planned. So if your ceremony is originally on the 7th, which Mm -hmm. is that Friday, if it were to rain, would everything shift one day or would it, the Saturday ceremony stay untouched and then Friday becomes Sunday? Right. So we are leaving that flexible at this point in time. Now, let me just say, let me try to answer the scenario you just posed there. So if there is uh, severe weather on the 7th, and it's uh, severe enough that it's determined we need to reschedule. We would reschedule that for the earliest available time we could, which would probably be uh, Sunday, May the 9th, in the early afternoon or evening. Then any subsequent ceremony after that that we may need to reschedule, um, as unlikely as that is, we would just uh, work on um, scheduling those after that. So we would not like reschedule everything automatically the following day if we have to reschedule one ceremony. It'll really be one ceremony at a time that we look at it. And, you know, I do think this might be a good time to share that we do need to be prepared for some rain um, outside. Hopefully we won't have that, but um, I believe it will really be more of a severe weather event that would cause us to reschedule. So as we're all planning uh, to be there in Boone Pickens Stadium, It'll be good to monitor the forecast as as time gets closer and do be prepared for whatever the weather 
uh, may hold that day. Students, pack your ponchos because if there's a little bit of drizzle, you could still be out there on the field. That's right. (laughs) Which would also, you know, make for a great story. And I think it would almost be a little bit fitting. Yeah. You know, (laughs) overcoming adversity and for the last year and you're overcoming adversity at graduation. That's right. That's right. What should people consider when they're planning on traveling into Stillwater? Sure. Well, first of all, uh, Stillwater is a wonderful place. So I know that uh, folks are probably excited to make some travel plans to come here. I think that probably the first uh, recommendation would be to just Make sure you're in good communication with your graduate. The graduates will be your best source of information for exactly the date and time of their ceremony. They will also be the ones that uh, will be able to um, distribute uh, guest tickets for the ceremony. I would also say to make sure that you just plan plenty of time for the actual ceremony itself. The gates will be opening one hour prior to the ceremony. And just to make sure that everyone can arrive and maintain a nice safe distance from each other. You know, I would just say use that extra time uh, when the gates open uh, to find a parking spot, to find your seat, uh, to get entered. So just allow yourself plenty of time uh, to avoid uh, rushing and to just keep everyone safe. Do you recommend maybe booking an extra day or two or night or two just in case there are postponements? I just think that's really up to each individual. If you definitely want to, um, you know, plan for contingencies like that, that'd be a great idea if you're able to um, stay the extra day or two. Worst case scenario, if there's no bad weather, you get two extra days in a sunny Stillwater. Exactly. (laughs) Really, it's kind of a win. (laughs) Rita, could this plan still change? Well, you know, um, I think if there's one thing we've all learned in the last year is that anything can happen and will happen. And the more uh, prepared we are to be flexible, the better off we're all going to be. I certainly hope that uh, that plans won't change uh, and that if they do change, that they just might get uh, things might get easier and a little more relaxed. Check out registrar.okstate.edu slash commencement for the latest information. And graduates, remember to register by April 16th. That's it for this week's Inside OSU podcast. I'm Megan Robinson. Do me a favor, like, share, and subscribe. Catch you all next time. (laughs) 